Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? You are listening to... Comedy Club for Kids presents... Radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense. Howdy, partners, and welcome once more to Radio Load of Rubbish. You should all stop listening. Um, I am sorry, I mean Radio Nonsense, the official comedy club for idiots, I mean kids, podcast that is suitable for all ages from the stupidest ages to the worstest ages because only stupid worst people listen to this show. Oh, goodness, I'm sorry. I mean, uh, for all ages from... <coughs> to... <coughs> I'm definitely not Tiernan because he is currently hiding from a lot of angry parents whose children put their bottoms in boxes after listening to last week's podcast and were all accidentally sent to Timbuktu. While he works out how to get them all sent back by airmail, I am sitting in for him and my name is Wiernan and I am definitely not an evil version of Tiernan despite my moustache, a purple hat and the fact that I think you are all smelly and awful and that this podcast is stupid and should be put in the bin but only if the bin is full of sick. <laughs> I will destroy this podcast and then when Tiernan returns it will just be a pile of ruined useless words. <laughs> mm. You see, I am definitely just a very nice person who is decided to help out with this show, which is why my advice to you this week is be really nice to your lovely kind grown-ups. Um, sorry, I mean, what do Tinnan's notes here say? Um, your gawky frowning jelly heads. Yes, be really lovely to them and maybe offer to do the washing up or clean the toilet. Ha ha ha, and then you'll all do it and it will destroy this podcast's reputation and everyone will think, oh, this show makes me do nice things for grown-ups. I'll put it in the bin, but only if the bin is full of stinky hippos. That is a tip for um, <laughs> annoying grown-ups this week. Definitely will annoy them if you're lovely to them. And don't forget, if you have a question for this show that you'd like to be answered, then why not write it on paper and put that paper down the toilet because we hate your stupid questions. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Yes, this is Wiernan. Ah, yes, Tiernan. Uh, everything here is fine. Yes, I have definitely told them to ask their grown-ups to help them send in questions to podcast at comedyclubforkids.co.uk. No, no, I promise I haven't tried to destroy the podcast. I told you, I turned over a new leaf and under that leaf was a slug, so I turned over another one as slugs are icky and now I'm being all nice and lovely. No, I definitely haven't eaten all the biscuits. I said I wouldn't eat them, and I promise. No, especially not the really, really yummy chocolate ones. Definitely not them. Mm, They're so yummy. Okay, love you, bye. <laughs> he suspects nothing. And now for the worst bit of the show. What does it do? No. What's it for? Well, nothing, nothing. I mean, that's the beauty of it.
I am joined today by Rachel and Ruby, who are shelf comedy. And Rachel, of course, you are known for your unique ability to communicate with aphids. Um, Ruby, for your absolute top position in worldwide water skiing anywhere but on water. And of course, all the listeners are very aware that the two of you together are the first two people ever to complete a solo expedition to the North Pole because you wore a really big coat, sat on each other's shoulders and pretended you were called Bob, which I mean, I still I'm totally in awe of that. I think it is just remarkable just remarkable hello hi yeah um yeah that solo expedition we are actually the best in the world at the on shoulders walking around pretending to be one human that is our that is our key skill i would say yeah i would definitely agree like it started out as a way to get into movies and from there once we realized there was space for it in the athletic world things just really took off really did it was amazing did you have to continue to pretend you were like how long did you have to pretend you were just one person to get the the accolades were you able to reveal it sort of as soon as they went you've you've got to the north pole here you go bob and then you had to say no sorry we're two or or did you have have you still had to keep it covered up so yeah it was basically so you get a massive trophy obviously when you make it to the north pole as a solo expeditionist um and so as they handed us the massive trophy obviously i'm the i'm the base of the base of bob i'm bob based um very right. strong. yeah incredibly strong and ruby's very long so she works perfectly as bob top um and yeah and just as they handed it to us obviously into ruby's top hands I revealed myself from within the coat. I sort of emerged and everyone was, they were shocked and awed. Um, and they, yeah, they just, it was a really special moment, I thought, um, especially for our friendship as well, which was mm. the, the, the most important thing of that journey was uh, the friendship. That is really impressive. And are you always the same character for all your different expeditions? Do you always become Bob or, you know, because I knew it was for that expedition, that was your your name and you wore that brilliant, lovely hat uh, for the whole time as well. Um, but I wondered if you, if you sort of try different jackets, different hats, different people for, for different expeditions. Well, once Bob and his hat became known to the world after that exhibition expedition, um, you know, we were just like, let's just hang in there because he's famous. Got to stick with it. Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. Fair. Once you once you become once two people become one person, you do you do get very attached to that one person. Um, I think it would feel wrong to 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 be a you know, to be a Rob or a Tob. Mm. Or a yeah. job, yeah, job, yeah. yeah. Oh. It, and I mean, I don't want to offend any tubs out there, but I couldn't see a tub getting to the North Pole. Be, I just <laughs> couldn't never see could. it. I could see him there. I'm going to get to the North Pole and falling over within about three steps. Absolutely. And be like, oh, tub, come on. Tob, tub is not Sorry, a sturdy two man name. It's not. No. It's not sturdy enough. You need a. So no. it is. It is. No. Well, thank you both for joining. I know you've got all these important things to be doing and I'm very, very grateful that, that you could be here on the uh, Radio Nonsense podcast today. Um, I just, how, how are you both getting on? Are you, are you doing all right at the moment? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> That's the nicest response we've had. Yes. Yes, we are. Yeah, yeah. good. Have you, have, you been, have you been stuck at home a lot or are you, uh, have you been, I, I don't really know what Elnios has been doing to ask them, uh, going to a park uh, maybe. There's nothing else to do, is there? There's, have you, what have you been doing to stop being bored? Well, I've, I've certainly been going to a lot of parks. Um, when I say a lot of parks, I mean the same two parks um, on a sort of rota. So have that's you been, been doing fun. anything to pretend they're more than two parks? Because you said, I mean, it's nice that you call them a lot of parks. And you're right. I think two at the moment is a lot. We've only really got one near us. So 
Have you have you been pretending they're different parks to keep it exciting for yourself? Really? Yeah, yeah. What I like to do is um, I wear glasses, um, so sometimes I'll just take those off, and then it's like a whole new, slightly blurry park. And sometimes Whoa. I'll put sunglasses on, and then it's like being at the park at night, and that's fun. Wow, that's a really exciting way to make the parks that's... a little bit different. I think that's a properly good tip. That's... Yeah. How about you, Rachel? Have you been doing anything? Uh, have you been doing anything? I suppose, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So actually, and this is like completely genuine. My my biggest tip for being stuck indoors is is to learn to handstand. So Ruby knows this because I sent her videos of me handstanding every single every day, day. <laughs> every single day, <laughs> whether she wants them or not. I'm like, look at how good I'm getting. Um, and it just really gives you something to work on. So every day I stand on my hands um, and hopefully one day, you know, it helps to strengthen me as a base of the two man Bob. And mm. maybe one day we could be upside down, Bob, which would be the real. Whoa. How impressive would that be? And then you could walk to the South Pole. Yeah. I think that's how it works, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I think that's how it works. <laughs> that's amazing. So how how are your handstands so far? Can you. Legitimately. How far are you? So good. And Ruby can again attest to this. Right, Ruby? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, normally I'm very uh, mean to Rachel, but she's really good at handstands. You got to give credit where it's <laughs> really, due. really good at hands. And I think it's like you're standing on your hands. It's just the coolest thing you could possibly do. Um, and I'm basically now at the point. So I started off obviously against a wall, and I'm now at the point where I can get like three, four seconds freestanding handstand. Um, and I always have to have cushions, obviously, to keep me safe. And someone's someone's mm. spotting me. So my flatmate also loves this game because um, she has to be there to make sure I don't hurt myself. Um, so no matter what she's doing, she'll be like cooking dinner. And I'll be like, Georgia, come quick, handstand time. And then I'll go into a handstand and she has to run over to make sure she's there to catch me in case I fall. Um, so it's really a, an all, all the family affair. I was going to say that's really good training for her as well, though, because, like, you know, if she wants a career in spotting someone doing handstands, she's got to be ready to do it as and when. Exactly. Exactly. Like, you've got to surprise handstand people. So they're just like, keep them on their toes, keep it exciting, keep it fresh. That is really good. And also, I'm sort of hoping that when we can go to places again, I guess you, you might travel there on your hands rather than on your feet. Exactly. That is that is the end goal, 100%. And also, it feels, you know, it's just a bit more exciting when someone arrives on their hands, isn't it? You sort of notice them a bit more. You're like, oh, Rachel came by hand yeah. rather than by foot. Yeah. Do, you, do you worry? I mean, it's slower. Like to... They're often late, but it's cooler. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was late all yeah, the time is, I anyway. suppose it would take you a lot long time yeah it would take you a really long time I was, I was gonna say my big worry would be what if you turned up somewhere and they didn't notice and they just started talking to your bum like it was your face would that be like would you be would you be upset or would you be sort of pleased like how would you would you think I've really carried this off so well that they think I'm walking normally uh, now that you've said that I might get those big googly eyes and put them on my bum so that people do think that my bum is my face. <laughs> <laughs> I can have the googly eyes like bouncing around as I walk around town on my hands. It's a great idea. I'll get a little hat, put that on, put that on my bum as well. And then it will really look like yeah. my face is my bum. And then people be like, wow, you've really like changed during lockdown. And uh, <laughs> I think it's a really, it's a really good idea. Well, I mean, the two of you have been doing, both of these are really innovative things. I, I'm sad that we didn't speak to you earlier in, in lockdown so that we could have been utilizing these skills more and we could all have our handstand uh, abilities and and park um 
Park innovating abilities, I suppose. But I, I was going to ask you, I mean, the one of the things I was going to ask you, which is what I ask all the, all the people we speak to on this, um, is if you had any tips for being stuck indoors at home. But you've already given two amazing tips. So I don't want to pressure you, but have, have you got any any more that say, well, in fact, I'm sure lots of listeners can attempt to do handstands and can attempt to uh, put sunglasses on in the park. But I wonder if there's anything else in particular you might recommend. <laughs> Um, well, I like to sit near a window when I'm inside because it feels like being outside. And wow. if I don't have a window to hand, I just like to draw one and sit near that. <laughs> Do you just draw one on the wall or Ruby? Or are you sort of drawing one on paper and sticking it to the wall or what, what are your methods? Um, I would generally advise that you draw it on paper and stick it to the wall because parents have this weird thing about you drawing windows directly onto the walls. So I'd, I'd go with paper. That's very sensible. And uh, yes, it's parents and landlords, I believe, are also quite upset about it. Even though you say, I've made the room more airy uh, and, if anything, brighter. But they get they get very funny about it. It's very strange. So strange. strange. So, so strange. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Rachel? Have you got any other... I mean, again, I feel like I'm pressuring you because you've already given quite amazing tips, but I didn't know there's anything else that... What being stuck at home, I mean, and, and children now, I should say, most of the children in the UK will now be back at school by the time they hear this. Um, but uh, they're still going to have to spend quite a bit of time at home, yeah. So, if there's anything that might make that more interesting, honestly, I've mostly just been standing on my hands to be completely honest. <laughs> <laughs> that is, she's it's not kidding, fair. she's I'm not, not kidding. <laughs> that is the main thing I'm doing. But at one point in the first lockdown, I painted a plate, and that was quite fun. Um, again, probably an inconvenience to my flatmate um who probably wanted that play <laughs> and didn't and didn't want it painted on um but that was good that was fun but it just doesn't compare to standing on your hands I just don't there's nothing I yeah. could say that wouldn't but you know wouldn't I do you know I totally agree as I said I, I sort of feel bad for asking you the question you've already given us the standing on your hands tip and I I don't know how we could beat that and I do hope, in fact I hope everyone listening to this is standing on their hands while listening and that would be I mean I'm that would be the best right way now to so well you are you are I mean, it's, it's I I it was quite hard I thought you just had your picture upside down until you explained the standing on your hands thing but obviously you're doing it live which is quite impressive and talking normally I don't right? know it's very impressive it's incredible yeah. not even out of breath yeah <laughs> not even out of breath not even out of breath. it is impressive well um I mean th- well in which case the next thing I've got to ask you is that, you know this is an audio podcast uh, people are listening to it with their ears and hopefully not anywhere I don't know I don't discriminate against people that listen with their knees or, or listen with their bums they might do but generally with their ears um and so I just wonder if if you two had a favorite noise that you like to make um or or even just one that you could tell us about <laughs> yeah, uh my favorite noise um 100% is That's my Whoa. favorite noise. That's a great That's noise. A really I actually noise. have a couple of favorite noises. Am I allowed to have more than one? Yeah, yeah. Like, I yeah. also really like this noise. <laughs> oh, wow. What's what's that the noise of? Um, it's crickets, but I've made it with my tongue. So, that's pretty exciting. <laughs> that's amazing. That is, do you, have you used that to confuse crickets in the past? Well, actually, because there must be crickets to think, whoa, there's a cricket nearby. Oh no, no, there's Rachel standing on her hands. Exactly, exactly. You go into a field and you just go. It's also really good if you're uh, at home and it's really top quiet and your flatmate is like quietly sitting reading and then you just sort of sneak into the room in the dark and you go. And then she's like, oh, there's That's... crickets in here. What's going on? It's quite spooky. Um, and then it spooks her. And then you jump out at her. Um, and then you make the noise. Um, and it's, like, it's, like... <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. I would also suggest 
there's it's a it'd be really good if listeners can do it that like say it's particularly i'd say particularly if a dad if their dad makes a terrible joke it's particularly i'd say particularly for use on dads if their dad makes a terrible joke leave a little pause of silence and then make that noise a few times over and it will be the most brutal thing that you could do yes that's so good and if you can find one of those like tumbleweeds and you can just throw that as you make the noise <laughs> that's it yeah tumbleweeds are easy to make at home so. yes absolutely while sitting next to your imaginary window i think it's, there's a lot of activities here um ruby how about you have you got a, a, a favorite noise um i actually have two favorite noises and they're both noises that rachel makes which is really useful because she's my best friend and i often have her around um so the first one is rachel's dolphin impression yeah can i do it now <laughs> well i don't know if i can <laughs> wait 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 Oh, I do. I can. <laughs> it's quite a bit of warm up. Wait, wait, wait. I will get it. Wait, no. There it is. That is very good. That is very good. And it's I like very that dolphin good. got closer as you got better at it. it sort of... <laughs> that is very um, good. Wow. And my my other favorite noise that Rachel makes is Rachel falling over, which has luckily happened a lot with her handstand uh, career. So sure. that's also fun. That is good. I won't ask you to do that now. I feel like that could cause injuries <laughs> during the podcast uh, for the health and safety uh, of 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 you as our, our guest today. I, I can't make you just fall. Like, that would be awful. I think. Is it? I'm guessing. Is is it better the further you fall? Like, do you make different noises depending on how far you fall, Rachel? Uh, yeah, I do. I do. So if it's like a small fall, it's like a as I fall, and that's my three legs hitting the floor. Um... <laughs> Um, and then if it's a big fall, it's obviously like a boom kind of noise. One of those. That's really impressive. Because you always land on one leg <laughs> yeah. when you fall from a great height. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> but, well, that's, it's, yeah, like, like cats, isn't it? Cats are one leg if from a great height, four if uh, probably... <laughs> Probably something like that. Um, well, I mean, this is a bit, what an amazing array of sounds. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting any of these incredible tips or any of these incredible sounds. It's been such an informative uh, show already. Um, and of course, one thing that I just have to check with you both is that this is a family-friendly podcast. It is suitable for people of all of the ages, from middle ages to kind of futuristic robot ages uh, and everything in between, um, all the possible ages. So I just have to make sure that you're not going to say any rude words. And I just wanted to check with both of you um, if there is a rude word that you can promise you definitely won't be saying. Um, um, so, Ruby, have you got one that you definitely won't be saying? Um, well, that's a really hard question for me because I have personally never said anything rude or even silly in my entire life mm. ever, um, as you will know from listening to this podcast. So. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Well, it's one of the things that we do know. Again, it was one of your accolades I couldn't fit in at the top that you've never said anything rude or silly, even when really silly, pressured yeah. to do so. Even when <laughs> people have almost held you to ransom, like if you don't say something rude or silly, you know, well set this tortoise's hair on fire and you're like i don't care you're not gonna yeah. do it you're, like, you're pretty yeah. resilient about it so that's that's fair <laughs> well well i'm glad you're here and and, and not, not saying anything rude or silly that's very important and um, and rachel how about you any rude words you definitely won't be saying well obviously won't be saying like the rudest word like it's oh, I, oh you know like well you guys obviously we all know the word right we all we all know the the, the rude word uh i'm not sure can you just yeah. remind but me you know you know the, the really rude word oh you guys don't Which one? you know um you know if you call someone tartan 
you know, yeah, so rude. What? It, uh, no, no. Oh, oh no, God. No, I can't yeah, believe no, you're right. It's horrible. Yeah. I'm so sorry. It's oh. so horrible when you call someone tartan. Oh, oh it's such a. Oh, uh, no, Tartan, that is vicious. Yeah. Wow. Stop saying Tartan. I, I, yeah, I know, I it's need to terrible. Say, not say Tartan it's, oh, ever again it's on the show. It's such a mean, that's a mean thing to call someone, you're Tartan. It's terrible, terrible yeah, word. Yeah, that is awful. Don't Please don't say Tartan. Yeah, I Thank would never, ever, ever say Tartan. It would be terrible. No, never say Tartan. No. Especially not calling someone awful. Tartan. Like if I said, Ruby, you're Tartan. Oh, or if I said Rachel, you're tartan. Be, no, we yeah. we would never that do would that. That would be awful. No. That would be really, really bad. Um, it would be awful. It'd be really upsetting. I think I'd probably have to cancel the entire podcast yeah. forever. I mean, so I'd burst. Yeah, very I agree. That you wouldn't say it. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would start yeah. crying. Yeah. And it's difficult when you cry when you're upside down because it all goes in your hair and makes your hair wet. Um, so I really yeah. don't want anyone to call me tartan or to call anyone tartan or anyone to say tartan because I don't want wet hair. Um, yeah. well, don't worry. I, yeah, I was going to say, Ruby, you won't be saying anything rude or silly whatsoever. And, and I'm yeah, definitely not going to never. say Tartan, not even once. Thank and if you're not going you. to yeah. say it either, we should be. We should exactly. Be I'm, I'm never going to say that Rachel is Tartan. Yeah. I'm so, so. It's re- I'm really glad you guys are on board with this because it would really, really upset me if either of you yeah. said I was Tartan. Uh, that would be really bad. Really, really bad. It, w- it won't happen. Thank it you. won't happen. You've got my assurance. So thank you both. Thank you both for avoiding saying Tartan. Um, and of course, the most important thing that you're both here for, we're, we're now at the moment of the podcast, is the reason that I've got you two here, because I feel like you two are the, you've got the expertise to tackle this question yeah. better than anyone else I know. Um, and we've had this question sent in from Georgia, who says she has aged 100, uh, which is quite impressive. So I'm mm. guessing it probably had the letter from the Queen and everything. Yeah. Um, Probably also interesting. She's a hundred, but she still doesn't know the answer to this question. All her years of living, she hasn't had the answer to this question. And her question is, it's quite a big one. Why do people hate tomatoes? Oof, that is a biggie. That is a biggie. Mm. Um, I think I think I know though. I don't know. Do you know, Ruby? I think I know why people I, I think I, I know. Think I think I know. I know yeah. Do you want to go first or shall I go first? Because I feel like I feel like I know. So I want to see if you know. Well, I want to see if you know. Well, well, I don't want to. Well, I don't want to go first because I know. So I want you to go first okay, well, to check I mean, if you but know. But then I have the same problem, don't I? Because like, how am I going to check if you? But know? But I'm telling you that I do know. I definitely know. Well, and and I'm also saying that I know. So we both know. So then, so that's, well, that's fantastic. Then, so why don't you tell everyone why people hate tomatoes? Then, if you know, because I know, and I just don't know if you know what well, I know, and I know. Well, of course. <laughs> Of course, I know what you know, because um, we both know the same thing. And so therefore, I think maybe you should go first, because I mean, if you know, if, if 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 you if you know, I just don't think that you know what I know, though. Do you know, like, I feel like you no. don't know what I know, because I know why people hate tomorrow. Like, I know I know why people hate tomorrow's, but I don't feel like you know what I know, you know, so I feel like you need to make sure that, you know, before I tell you what I know. Okay, I do so know. Do you? And I do know. I do so know. Do you know? I def- no, I don't think I know. You know. I know. I know. I know. I don't know that you know. No. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll go first. You go first. Good. Um, yeah. Okay. And cool. of course, we all know that the reason people don't like tomatoes is because they are not trustworthy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness! <laughs> that, exactly- that was so tense, and I didn't expect that. I was- Wait, hang on. Before They're we sneaky. go any further, can I just check? Do you both do you both like tomatoes? No. 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 Oh no. Because we know. I like I like tomatoes. Well, that's because you didn't Have know. Have I done something I didn't know? I really that's like tomatoes. No. You didn't know that they're... My wife hates tomatoes. Yeah, because she, so she knows. must know. She knows. She knows. She knows. 
Wow. I can't believe she didn't tell you and she's your wife. <laughs> I feel pretty hurt by this. I have to say, I'm quite upset. Yeah. And my daughter also eats tomatoes. She likes them. So my wife hasn't told her either. Oh, so... God. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, no. So, hang on. So why aren't they, why can't you trust a tomato? They're sneaky. Sneaky little, sneaky little tomatoes. Because they're fruits, but they're pretending to be a vegetable and also maybe pretending oh. to be a salad. But also maybe, and they're like... And they're like, and it's like, they're so sneaky and yet they're so red. Like, why are you showing off? Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's not right. It's not right. Uh, they can be, they can be a sauce or they can be in little slices. They can be pretty much anything they want. And you can't trust you that. Can't. It's suspicious. It's really suspicious. Mm. Um, That's very true. Because I hadn't thought, you know, in, in, in wildlife, it's true, isn't it? If an animal's red, it's like a warning sign, uh, isn't it? It's like, hey, don't eat me or I'll poison you or I'll eat you back or whatever they do. And I, I'd never thought about the same. That is that is that the same with tomatoes? Then? It's exactly the same as tomatoes. And it's also yeah. like, do you know anything else in nature that's red? I can't think of a single thing. Mm. Not one single thing, no. no. Like red, no. as you say, is always a warning color. And tomatoes are warning us about something, but they won't say they what. They won't say what, which is part of how suspicious they are. And it's like, you mm. know, at traffic lights, what does red mean? Red means stop. Red means don't go. Red means panic. Red means run away. So <laughs> that's what we've definitely got to understand. You know, there's tomatoes, they're saying that. They're going, get away from us. And for some reason, people like you don't listen. And I don't know why. Maybe you're also suspicious. Well, I, maybe I am. I, I feel like I've just been ignorant and I, I hadn't realised. Um, I also worry for people that maybe have, have uh, you know, colour blind issues where they, they mistake green for red and mm. red for green. And maybe the tomato has been almost sort of trying to trap them or, or trying to bait them for many years. And, and I feel that's quite yeah. upsetting. That's definitely yeah. that's a, a, you know, huge issue in the colour blind community. If you think you're about to eat an apple, turns out to be a tomato. Oh. See? Yet more betrayal from the tomatoes. Outrageous. This is awful. Outrageous. What's the have have you two had an, an unfortunate incident with a tomato? You know, because I feel like this is really personal for you. It feels personal. The way in which you're reacting to it, it feels like both of you have been betrayed by a tomato. Yeah, absolutely. One time I woke up and there was just a tomato on my pillow. How did it get there? What? Yeah. Yeah. Just right there next to me. How did it get in my bed? How did it get there on my pillow? No, I don't trust them. I think they can move around. I think they have consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I think they're plotting something. I think they're working together. I really, really don't trust them. I think they're like, they're working with cucumber as well. I also have iffy feelings about cucumber. Cucumber, not as dangerous, but like, I think tomatoes changed cucumber. It's, it's worry. I'm really glad we're talking about this. I'm really glad people are finally opening up wow wow i mean my mind has been absolutely blown ruby if you had i should just check you don't have to talk about it if it's an upsetting instant with a tomato but it's something happened to you um it was it was quite upsetting but i am able to talk about it now um a while ago i was pursued by a tomato and um obviously you know they're very round so they can sort of take a rolling motion it was after me and I made the mistake of attempting to run downhill, which of course for a round rolling item, it's it's really where they thrive. And um, there was nothing I could do to escape. Oh, it was, I... No, and also we have to be very aware they can always catch up. So uh, it's- uh... They always can. <laughs> wait, 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 everyone be quiet. 
Oh no! Oh no! That was so. It was so fair. So fair. <laughs> so, well, listen. I, I know I don't have. Uh, we don't have. We don't have long to answer this question today. But, but what? What should you advise people? I mean, if. Because obviously, like, uh, Georgia can just avoid tomatoes if she wants. I don't know if she's asking why other people hate tomatoes. Maybe if she didn't already, she might do now that she knows the truth. Um, but what can you do if you suddenly find yourself s- surrounded by tomatoes? What Or what, what can you do to keep yourself safe? Honestly, I don't think there's anything you can do. Um, I think once those tomatoes have you surrounded, that's it. <laughs> yeah, You've, you can never let tomatoes surround you. Uh, yeah always keep one eye on the door yeah and just be ready for if those tomatoes try to make a strategic move against you and I think exactly like it makes sense that Georgia is 100 because it does you have to be you only find this stuff out when you get to a certain age and as you get older um and obviously Georgia is very wise um and I think Georgia Georgia knew why people hated tomatoes she knew the tomato secret secret plots and just she just wanted to check if we knew what she knew so yeah. And make sure everyone everyone finds out, you know, let's spread the word, spread the word about about plotting tomatoes. Well, I mean, you have you both have and you've both really helped spread that word. And, and maybe we can release this episode as a public sort of broadcasting service and get it out there. So Absolutely. everyone knows. And just quickly, is are there any vegetables or fruits that we should definitely trust? Is there any that we that, you know, like, right, we, we like keep away from tomatoes. But what's the one that like every time doesn't let you down? um cauliflower for me for me my Mm. cauliflower is just a good like not as not as blousey as broccoli not as in your face Mm. just chill cool Mm. delicious um cauliflower for me is the the nicest of the vegetables the kind a kind veg i would say a kind 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 um yeah and uh is it was it just vegetables or is it fruits as well whatever you Um, yeah i mean fruits vegetables it can be a sandwich if you really like oh gorgeous um well i would say that for me the most trustworthy open and honest fruit is the orange because it he says what he is he introduces Mm. himself by name and description at the same time which is mm. rare and very cool so you can always trust an orange yeah i agree it's true. That. and also that thing it's just it's in segments and that's like it's ready sliced you haven't you know it's put in the effort for you like a tomato you'd have to cut or an apple even you'd have to cut but orange is like yeah you can just do you don't need a knife you got your fingers it's fine yeah exactly yeah, it's pretty amazing so amazing good choices well i'm so pleased that i chose you two to ask this question to because it, it you i knew you'd know i knew you'd know you're the experts at these sorts of things um and obviously you've got to prep for the handstanding and and park uh changing that you've got but have you got a busy rest of your day yep just just ha- just standing on my hands <laughs> <laughs> just yeah just just getting that practice in you gotta you gotta be doing it hours hours of the day um so yeah i'll be i'll be back on back on those handstand obviously i've been handstanding for most of this but i have come down off the handstand right now so i'm looking forward to getting back up there getting back on my hands just see that day through as 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 god intended good luck good luck and ruby how about you exciting rest of the day planned yeah, yeah, big day. I think I'm probably going to go shopping for extra long coats um, for our next expedition as Giant Bob. 
It sounds amazing. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you uh, for being able to answer George's questions. It's really appreciated. And everyone out there, please uh, beware of tomatoes. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. No, thank you to Chef for terrible advice. I hope, Georgia, you are super angry and have immediately gone and eaten all the tomatoes and... (laughs) Winning. What are you doing? Ah, hello, Tenen. I did not expect to see you back so soon. Are you eating the last chocolate yummy biscuit? No. Mmm, so yummy. Get out. I told you about trying this. I won't put up with it. Get out now. But I tried so hard. I was being so nice and so lovely. Did you? Yes, I only said this podcast was for the stupidest ages and I could have said so much worse than that. I could have said it was properly stinky and really horrid. Out. Get out now. (sighs) Right. Sorry, everyone. Uh, What Weenan should have said was thanks so much to the amazingly funny Ruby and Rachel, a.k.a. Shelf Comedy, for those brilliant answers. Um, Georgia, I hope you now understand why people hate tomatoes, even though I personally still think that they're very yummy. No, they aren't. Go away. And of course, if you have any questions, jokes or just anything you want to send us, really, make sure you ask those gawky, frowning jellyheads, sorry, grown-ups, to help you email us at podcast.comedyclub4kids.co.uk with whatever you like, and it'll be read out or answered on a future show. Uh, if they also fancy buying as well some more yummy chocolate biscuits, now it seems that they've all been eaten, they can send us a pound or two at ko-fi.com forward slash comedy club for kids. And while hopefully our live shows will be back in a few months too, if you fancy having us do uh, an online show for your school birthday party, party or anything like that do get in touch via our website at comedyclub4kids.co.uk this will never be back because it's terrible and you should put it in the bin but only if the bin is full of rotten eggs oi winning bye you have been listening to comedy club for kids presents Radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, it's the end.